It has been a summer staple since most of us can remember. But many will be shocked when they find out the modern version of this fashion icon is just around 75 years old. In other words, it's younger than Priscilla Presley, Goldie Hawn, and Debbie Harry from Blondie. It's been through its fair share of twists, turns, and curves in the road. Today we'll learn the naked truth about the bikini as we strip it down and bear it all on today's FYI. Welcome to For Your Info. English. You got it. You got it. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to this episode of FYI, where we're going to look at the bikini. That's right, folks. I'm excited because, well, this is something we've all grown up seeing throughout our life. Anyone who's ever been to a beach or a lake has seen a bikini. I mean, we even see them in the windows when we go shopping. That's right. The word window is escaparate. In Spanish. Well, as always, I like to take a look at the intro because I always put some words in there that I can teach you as we kick off the episode. To kick off is arrancar. I said it's been a summer staple. Staple is grapa, right? A stapler is the thing that you use to staple papers together. And you put staples in a stapler. But also, a staple is something that is very common. So a perfect example I always give my Spanish students is, a staple in the Spanish kitchen is olive oil. Staple. It's one of those words with a couple different meanings. So I always say those are the best words because you only have to learn one word and you have three or four different meanings. Three for the price of one. In this case, two for the price of one. So it's been a summer staple since most of us can remember. But many will be shocked. If you're shocked, you're surprised. When they find out, to find out is enterarse. How did you find out? ¿Cómo te enteraste? This is a very, very common phrasal verb that we use all the time in English. So make sure you use it frequently. Many of us will be shocked when we find out that the modern version of this fashion icon, remember, you know the word icono, right? We say icon, this fashion icon. It's only 75 years old, barely 75 years old, apenas 75 años. Then I said, in other words, en otras palabras, por decirlo de otra manera, it's younger than Priscilla Presley, Goldie Hawn, and Debbie Harry, who are all over 75 years old. Then I said, it's been through, ha atravesado, ha pasado, it has been through. I've been through a difficult time, he pasado un momento difícil. So it's been through its fair share, I think you say su turno, its fair share of twists, turns, and curves in the road. So twists and turns are giros, really. And curves, well, obviously, una curva. And I was playing with words there. Obviously, when we talk about a bikini, we talk about curves as well, the curves of the body. But I was referring to the curves in the road. Then I said, today we'll learn the naked truth. Now, the naked truth is the real truth. 
We say the naked truth, and I use that word on purpose too because naked is desnudo. And I said we will strip it down. Now, to strip something down is to take all the layers off. Todas las capas las quitamos. We strip it down. Great word. In fact, you know it from strip tease, right? To strip is to get naked. And to tease is, I think, what you would say, vacilar. So it makes sense, that word strip tease. And what does a stripper do? They strip or they strip down. So I use these words on purpose. We strip it down and bear it all. And to bear it all means another way to say to show everything or to tell everything about it, to bear it all. All right, so some good vocabulary that we kicked off with already. So let's look at the bikini and how it got its name because it's a kind of a cool name, bikini. It's, I don't know, it's a name that's kind of fun to say. Bikini, bikini. It actually has something to do with the hydrogen bomb. Let's look at that word bomb. La bomba, right? It's the bomb. Lo usamos más en ese uso que bomba atómica. But the B at the end is silent. La B es muda. So bomb. I always tell students, remember this. My mom is the bomb. Mi madre es la bomba. What? Hydrogen bombs? Bikinis? Yeah, well, this French car engineer named Louis Riaud. Now, if I have any French listeners, I apologize right now for that pronunciation. <laughs> Louis Riaud, uh, well, he decided that, uh, well, he wanted to give his new invention a cool name. And so he opened up the newspaper and he took a look at the current events, actualidad. And this was in May 1946. And he came across something. Now, to come across is to find something without trying to find it, no? Encontrar sin querer. He came across the article that said that they were doing testing of hydrogen bombs in an island called Bikini Atoll. And he said, hmm, that's a cool name, Bikini and so he said, wait, that's explosive. I want my new invention to be explosive, you know, because he had an idea for this garment. And it's funny because we say necessity is the mother of all invention in English. And that means until you need something, you don't invent it. So most inventions come from necessity. And well, since the war was going on, there was rationing and you could only use certain amounts of material. So they had to use less fabric, tela, when they were making garments. A garment is any type or piece of clothing. So he said, what would be a good name? What would be an explosive name? I want this invention to blow up. And to blow up means to be very popular. And well, that happened. <laughs> in fact, it was more popular than the hydrogen bomb in the end and the island where they were testing it. Because when you think of the word bikini now, you don't think of an island. You think of this swimsuit that was created by him. And as I said, with the rationing, well, they didn't have a lot of fabric. So he had to be creative. And he thought, all right, well, this is uh, what we're going to do. We're going to do this two-piece thing. And guess what? It blew up pun intended. Now, when we talk about the modern bikini, we're talking about our friend Louis Riaud. But that's the modern bikini. In fact, there are images of women wearing two-piece bathing suits as early as the 1930s. And if we rewind all the way back... 
The bikini predates him by over 1,700 years. That's right, because the oldest documented images of the swimsuit come from way before his time. As far as we know, the first depiction of a two-piece bathing suit comes from a Roman mosaic. It's 1,700 years old, so this guy didn't invent the bikini. He just kind of popularized it, I guess. But if you want to see this image, it's called Chamber of the Ten Maidens. Cámara de las Diez Doncelas. I love that word. Chamber. Cámara. Chamber of Commerce. Cámara de Comercio. Good word to know. So in this mosaic called Chamber of the Ten Maidens, there are several women seen playing sports and doing some exercise. And, uh, well, if you look at what they're wearing, they are bikini clad. When we say the word clad, it means to be dressed in. So they are dressed in a bikini or they are bikini clad. So really, the bikini's been around for almost 2,000 years. But even in 1946, when Louis Riard had the idea to call it the bikini and market it, it wasn't that popular, in fact. This was 1946, by the way. Por cierto, by the way. But it wasn't until 1957 that celebs, celebs is another way to say celebrities, and mainstream media began to accept this, you know? In fact, at first it was, whoo, look at these people, what are they doing? And uh, that was thanks to French actress Brigitte Bardot, who was at the Cannes Film Festival in a floral two-piece bikini. And once she made it acceptable to wear a bikini, well, other celebrities followed suit. It's funny, right? Bathing suit, traje de baño, and to follow suit, le siguieron la pista, siguieron su ejemplo. They followed suit. So it was Bridget Bardot, really, who made it okay, made it acceptable for other Hollywood celebrities to wear this new item of clothing, which, well, some people would say was unacceptable and immoral for these women to be scantily clad. And we're going to take a look at that in the second part, the bonus part of the show. So if you guys want to hear the bonus part of today's show, all you have to do is go over to my Patreon. It's patreon.com slash Alberto Alonso and find out how you can get bonus material, PDFs, even classes with me for my subscribers. And I'd like to take a quick moment to send a shout out to my patrons because without you guys, this would not be possible. So a shout out to all my super duper stars, Desiree, Susie, Isabel, Alex, Boris, and Loles. And don't forget about my interstellar students, Pilar, Carmen, Aina, and Diana. And thanks to all the rest of you. I really appreciate it. Check it out. It's patreon.com slash Alberto Alonso. Now, I don't know if you guys do this, but uh, July 5th is National Bikini Day. Yeah, that's the anniversary. The bikini was introduced to the world in 1946, but the exact date was July 5th. So if you guys want to mark your calendars, you can celebrate the next Bikini Day. And it's interesting because it's not International Bikini Day, it's National Bikini Day. So I guess it's not a worldwide celebration. As I said before, not everybody was into this idea of a bikini. It was met with much resistance. When it hit the market in 1946, it was considered so scandalous that the Vatican 
declared this garment to be sinful. That's right. They said it was a sinful garment, a piece of fabric. That's right. Imagine if they had seen the thong, tanga, thong. Oh my God. Playboy didn't have a woman on the cover of their magazine in a bikini until July 1962. So as you can see, it took a while to catch on. And even today, it is illegal to wear a bikini in some places. And we're going to look at that in the second part, the bonus part of today's show. We're going to look at where it's illegal to still wear a bikini. We're also going to look at some vocabulary because the British say bañador one way, Americans say it another way, and well, maybe we can find a universal way to say it. We're also going to look at the most expensive bikini out there. And as you can imagine, it's made with diamonds. That's right, diamonds. Let's look at the pronunciation. It's not diamonds, it's diamonds. We don't pronounce the A, diamonds. So we're going to look at the most expensive or costly bikini ever made. And lastly, now there are many bikini models. In fact, there are bikini models all over Instagram. But when this garment first came out, nobody wanted to model these clothes. They were, as I said, considered immoral, sinful by the Vatican. We're going to find out who the first bikini model was and why she wasn't even really a model. We're going to look at all that and much more in the bonus part of today's show. So if you want to join us, go over to patreon.com slash Alberto Alonso and you can get the bonus audio. You can also get access to PDFs, review classes, and so much more. Find out more at patreon.com slash Alberto Alonso. Before we hit the road, I want to tell you another thing that popularized the bikini. We already said Bridget Bardot paved the way, allanó el camino for other celebrities when she wore it at the Cannes Film Festival. Oh, there's a good one. Wear, wore, worn. It's an irregular verb. Every day I wear a bikini, yesterday I wore a bikini, and lately I've worn bikinis. Not true, but I just wanted to show you guys that it was an irregular verb. Wear, wore, worn. So another thing that contributed to the popularity of the bikini was a song. Well, we all know how powerful music can be, right? Well, this is a great song, and if you guys can sing it, I gotta say, it's kind of a tongue twister. Es un poco trabalenguas. Let me teach it to you, and then we can sing it together. We just looked at the conjugation she wore. Ella llevaba. By the way, the word war, llevar puesto en pasado, sounds exactly like the word war, guerra. So you could remember this sentence. They wore helmets in the war. Llevaban cascos in La Guerra. It's a good way to remember the pronunciation. So this song is a song by Brian Highland, and it is so catchy, but it's hard to sing, so I'm going to teach it to you. It goes like this. She wore an itsy-bitsy, teeny-weeny, yellow polka dot bikini that she wore for the first time today. All right, so let's rewind a little bit. She wore, we already know that, ella llevaba, she wore an itsy-bitsy. Itsy-bitsy is a way of saying very small. She wore an itsy-bitsy, teeny-weeny, otra forma de decir pequeñín. She wore an itsy-bitsy, teeny-weeny, yellow, de color amarillo, polka dot bikini. Now, polka dot is de lunares. So, 
Now that you learned it, let's go slowly and then we'll do it all together. She wore an itsy bitsy teeny weeny yellow polka dot bikini. All right? Are you ready? So you guys do it with me. She wore an itsy bitsy teeny weeny yellow polka dot bikini that she wore for the first time today. All right, well, guys, we've got to get going. But if you want to join us for the bonus part of the show, we'd love to see you there. Until next time, it's been great having you here on FYI. Hang on, hang on. Bring that music back in. How could I forget about my amigos? Special thanks to Augusto Hernandez for the song, Souvenir. Also, my amigo Nacho for lending me his voice and expertise in editing. Now, the show is officially over. See you next week. Tengo que reconocer que... 